Chapter 23. Hey now, Daddy says as he sits at the edge of my knot bed. You are one spoiled little girl. You know that? You're acting out because your mother ain't here. And she is mean. Let me tell you that right. Your mama would pop you one time if she saw how you were acting today. My head is turned away from him. And I stare at the flaking white paint on the wall. Everything about Daddy's house is a little bit chipped and a whole lot of dusty. Ebony Grace, I am talking to you. If I've got to convince your mother for you to stay up here with me, then you're going to have to start acting right. I turn to my back and stare up at the high ceiling. There's even more chip and white paint up there. And if I'm not careful, it will all come falling down on me like a meteor shower. That would be out of sight. You were running your mouth downstairs with Bianca, talking about eating your mother and father. Now where in the world did you get those crazy ideas, huh? Daddy asked. Say something, baby girl. I search my brain for words. Normal words. Sentences that have nothing to do with outer space or aliens or the Uhura. Crazy ideas. Uncle Rich had two different lady friends in the house, one after the other, I say, plain as Wonderbread. Uncle Rich had. Are you tattletailing on your Uncle Ebony? That's grown folk business. You stay out of that. Now, how about your granddaddy? How many lady friends did he have up in the house, huh? That's grown folks' business, Daddy. I stay out of that, I say. I close my eyes, letting those normal words and normal thoughts bounce along the chipped walls and swim around my not-imagination location. Daddy chuckles and gets up from my bed. He pulls up his jeans, even though they weren't slipping, and he walks around my bedroom as if trying to search the walls for the next thing to say to me. He finally stops in front of my bed with his hands on his hips and looks down at me with needle eyes. So I sit up cross-legged and rest my chin in both my hands, waiting for him to yell at me. I'm going to have to put you on punishment, ground you or something, he says, but I ain't about spanking kids. He's not yelling. Or something would be best, Daddy, I say, remembering how I got a spanking from Mama for trying to use her Conair hairdryer as a launching pad for my soda bottle rocket ship. Daddy chuckles again. He sits back down and looks at me. You're going to have to get some of that nonsense out of your head, broomstick. You're going to have to learn how to get along with the kids on the block and be normal. Now, you can wear what you want as long as you're covered up, but I'm not going to have you disrespecting me in my own house. Am I making myself clear to you, young lady? I take my hands away from my chin and then I rest mine on my lap. Daddy, I'm not being disrespectful. I'm just trying to be... The rest of the words are stuck in my throat. They're begging to come out, but they form a ball right there. They want me to cry like a big baby. So I swallow them back. Trying to be what, baby girl? I can't hold it back. It comes tumbling out of my throat, slipping out of my mouth like a meteorite. Regular and normal, I cry. I cleanse my fist and tighten my jaw, trying to keep it in. Oh, broomstick, daddy sighs, pulling me in and holding me like I'm a big baby. You don't want to be regular. You want to be dynamite. You want to be out of sight, just just not out of space. I want to be extra galactic, I say, through tears. I know, I know, baby girl, he says, kissing my forehead. You need to come back down to earth, that's all. The people aren't up there in the galaxy. They're down here on this planet, out on these streets. They're down here on the planet, out on the streets. I don't care what your grandfather told you, and I blame him for all of this, but you ain't no astronaut, Broomstick. 
You ever seen a black woman in space, huh? And that Uhuru lady, she ain't real. She's an actress. And her name is Nichelle. I know plenty of Nichelles, but not no Uhura. And your name is Ebony Grace Norfleet Freeman, not no cadet or captain of anything. And soon you'll be a normal young lady. You can't be walking around Harlem pretending to be Wonder Woman or Superman running from church and everything. I pull away from Daddy. I want to go home, is all I say. Daddy's quiet for a long moment, biting his bottom lip, inhaling deep, and then he says, You can't go home. Your mother's busy helping your grandfather out. It's too much of a mess down there. I know you miss your mama and all, but if she wants to see you, she got the money to pay for a plane ticket. So I'm here forever. My voice cracks. I let the tears run down my face and drip onto my lap. You're home, Ebony, Daddy says. It wasn't my idea to raise you in the South. I don't care what kind of job or how much money your grandfather has. The South will always be the South. Now Harlem's where it's at. This is the heart of the city. Not Wall Street where the money is or Times Square where all the shining lights are. We got soul over here. We got music. And way back in your granddaddy's day, we had books and words and jazz. We had revolution. And we still got all of that despite what you see on the surface. We got talent, baby girl. Talent mixed in with a lot of hopes and dreams. The world is at your fingertips up here in the Big Apple. You can take the train and go wherever you want. Now, don't get me wrong. You've got to be tough. And that's exactly how I want you to be strong, like them girls out there. They don't take no kind of mess. Besides, there's more opportunities here, more jobs, more ways to start your own business, and more room to dream big. And what they say is true. You make it here, you can make it anywhere. Daddy's words swim around the room as if it's zero gravity. I don't pull them down and take them in. I don't. They're his words. They're not mine. I don't want them. So I nod, pretending that I can understand. Why don't we start over fresh, she says. Fourth of July is around the corner. I got a little money saved up. I'll close the shop Friday, and I'll take you and Bianca to the movies. How about that? Daddy's words all fall to the floor now, shattering like glass. I don't remember anything he said before the word movies. Nothing else matters anymore because this is the stummer of Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock. I jump onto Daddy's lap, even with my long arms and legs, and I hug him tight. Thank you, Daddy, I say.